welcome to episode 111 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, so good to be with you today. Today's Friday. Ah, Friday. My day off. Is Friday your day off? Oh, oh, I just feel so much more relaxed on a Friday. It's just a day when I have no commitments normally in ministry or at church, and I can usually do whatever I want to do with family, and that's really nice. But today I was thinking about what I said in episode 110, which was yesterday, July the 21st, titled How to Stay Sane in Ministry. And I just want to go back to that and let this one be an addendum to yesterday's episode because I felt like you could think that I was telling you to isolate yourself from your church family, that you were primo number one, that your needs were first and foremost, and that everybody else should come second after the pastor, the king or queen of the church. And that would be the last thing I would want to say. So let today's episode balance yesterday's episode, because it really depends on your personality. Some people can be kind of taken advantage of because of their personality more than others or their their uh, past and their relationships that they've been involved in. They may tend to be more forgiving, more gracious, more kind, more uh, enabling, you know, to allow other people to use you. And so your personality has a lot to do with it as to how much you really need to focus on boundaries in your life. And then your stage in life, you know, are you young with a lot of small kids at home? Are you an empty nester? Are you middle-aged or you've got a busy family where there's multiple vehicles in the family with teenagers and they're coming and going all the time? Stage in life has a lot to do with the boundaries that you may have to set. Your church culture has a lot to do with it and your church's stage in its life. If you're a new church and you're just starting out, you might want to give people a little more freedom than you would later. Although yesterday, I argued that if you get people to understand right from the get-go that you're going to have boundaries in your life to preserve your health and to put you as the pastor into a great condition to lead and to minister to your church family, that's really the goal. So your church culture and then your community context. You know, are you in a rural area? Is it urban? Uh, is it laid back and time kind of moves flo- slow? Or is it just hairy, scary, just, just running through life every s- single second? So your community context has a lot to do with how much you might need to draw boundaries in your life. So I talked about prioritizing your rest and your time with God and using current apps to help. There's this old saying that's kind of old now, actually. There's an app for that. There's about an app for everything. And if you search YouTube, you can find out how to use any app in the world. There's a YouTube video to teach you a tutorial on how to use that app. So if you find some apps that you uh, want for scheduling, I talked about yesterday, I talked about Calendly. Uh, there's other scheduling uh, apps that you can look for, and you could search for them on YouTube and find uh, tutorials. It's so easy nowadays. So go to YouTube for tutorials on pretty much anything. 
And then I said to you to not answer your text messages quickly. I told you to not answer your emails quickly. And here's what the preface to that would be. If you're overwhelmed or constantly getting sidetracked, or if you want to train your people that you're not available 24-7, then check your, check your text messages one or two or three times a day. And, and try to be consistent. Now, this is not for text messages from your family, but this would be text messages from church. Um, if you ran a business, it could be business. Uh, if you have organizations that you're a part of, if you're leading different organizations, it could be those. Check your text messages just a few times a day. And the same with emails. Now, in your contacts, all those different contacts I talked about, if you're not really having any problem, you're answering emails whenever, you're answering text messages whenever, and it's all just going fine, then don't sweat it. Then just forget everything I said, right? Don't don't listen to me. The thing is, though, if your church grows and your life gets a little busier, you may have to transition and begin implementing some of those what some might call best practices. But my argument would be to implement them now when you don't really need them. So when you need them, they're second nature. When you need them, you're already going to have them. They're second nature, and everybody's used to it, and there's no transition that's needed. And I think it's also, if you're using those best practices, like not answering your text messages right away, not answering your email messages right away, I think that your church is way more likely to grow and more likely to be healthy and more likely to be able to hand a, just have a greater capacity to serve the community. And then I talked to you about your Android phone or your Apple iPhone has a focus mode. And again, look on YouTube how to use focus mode on iPhone, how to use focus mode on Android. And there's a tutorial for it, and it will help you to get your phone to serve you and get your phone to work for you. Let your phone be your administrative assistant, and it will actually work. And again, the Calendly app, how to use Calendly to schedule you know, whatever. There's all kinds of instructional videos for that. Now, as I close this episode, what's the reason? What's the significance of these things? And why do we have to try to stay sane? I mean, isn't ministry a place where you serve and you leave it all out on the field, where you know you get stoned like Paul and you get drug outside the city and you get left for dead, but you get back up and you shake the dust off your clothes and you go back into the city to preach the gospel? I mean, isn't aren't we supposed to suffer for the name of Christ? You know, all these things. And my answer to that would be, yes, 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 yes. But why do self-inflicted suffering? Why not utilize the best practices to keep ourselves healthy, to draw boundaries in our lives so that we're not allowing other people to impose their priorities on our lives so that we can be in the best possible shape emotionally, physically, psychologically, mentally, intellectually, and spiritually as pastors so that we can best serve our church, best serve our community, because a lot is going to be asked for us over time. If we're, if we're doing ministry the right way, there's going to be a lot asked from us, and we are going to have to sacrifice, and we are going to have to suffer. Would you want to sacrifice and suffer in a weakened, 
state where we've been pulled in 18 different directions, we're compromised, and, and we're just, we can't handle it? Or would you rather enter the fight and enter the fray strong and solid from a position of strength and a position of discipline and control? And I think then, again, then we're just better able to serve our church and to serve our community. So we have to be smart about those things. We, we have to really uh, be, as Jesus said, shrewd as serpents and harmless as doves. We've got to utilize. Let's utilize the, the apps that are out there. Let's utilize technology in the best way. And again, don't allow technology to control us like sitting on Netflix for episode after episode after episode, just binge watching season after season of whatever your favorite show is. No, let's use technology to serve us and to connect us with our people and to give us a greater platform for ministry and a greater capacity for ministry. That's all I got for you, folks. So good to talk with you today. I hope that you have a great weekend. I'll see you on the weekend edition on Saturday of the Coaching for Pastors podcast.